0: All right, all right, all right, all right. We are back with the C38 Podcast. My name is Warners. And I'm Jared. And we're back. Um, Lots to talk about. We have a big... Big pod, as you uh, sent me a text message earlier today.
1: Big, big pod. And I I think we're both in a lot better mood than we expected to be, given the result from the weekend.
0: Yeah, I was dreading uh, having a talk on the old podcast about uh, the Rapids failing uh, to get a result again in Salt Lake. Last year, they went and broke the curse 5-0 in this This year, uh, when the C38 faithful traveled last Saturday, we were met with a 3-0 loss. Let's talk about that quickly. Let's get it out of the way. Rip the band-aid right off. What did you think of that game?
1: Well, if we thought we had a bad night, one guy probably had a lot worse one, and uh, that's Mr. Yarbrough. He's been an absolute rock for us all season. Been terrific. Uh, Stood on his head in a number of occasions, and and really been, I think, one of our best players. And he had an absolute howler for the first goal.
0: Yeah, dude, it... it I kept saying it. It couldn't have happened to a better keeper. I think. I think overall, he uh, nine. It's nine times out of ten. This this dude is amazing, solid. We've seen him. Yeah, in I'd away say ninety nine
1: out of hundred, more so than yeah. nine out of ten. I mean, he's usually terrific.
0: We saw him stand on his head against Cincinnati, right? And he just hit that one. The the one percent. The the off night. It, it goes down in in history as one of the worst own goals in in club history. I think.
1: Yeah, and you know, the worst own goal or the best own goal, it all counts for one, so hopefully, you know, this is a, a very mentally strong character, we we don't really need to worry about him carrying that forward, so hopefully, um, even though he'll see it on gag reels probably the rest of his career, hopefully he can just put it behind him. He's going to have a, a, a great career for the Rapids, and he, we've already seen uh, tremendous efforts from him all season, so I have no doubt that he'll be right back to top form.
0: Yeah, and I uh, was a strong William Yarbrough denier. I didn't think he would uh, really bring this much to the club, but uh, I, I'm glad that we, we we had him. I'm willing to eat my crow and say that uh, that my first reaction to signing was not good. I think uh, now with him on the squad, I, I, I do quite enjoy seeing him week in week out bummer bummer what happened to him I think um, I think he moves past this Um, I think though that that when we conceded that goal it felt very much it, it felt very much like the momentum was killed because uh, the Rapids rolled in and, and they played really well. I mean, I'm putting it, I have the 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 stats right here. We outpossessed RSL. We outshot them. We uh, had more passes than them. We had a better passing accuracy. It's just the it's just a matter of they uh, Let kind alone of being better looking. Yeah, and they just counterattacked really well, and then. Got to give it up for uh, one of the worst ways to concede is Shinya Shiki giving the ball away in the Oof. in the uh, the kind of almost the, the the half of the field and then. Bobby Wood torching our center backs. That was a rough goal to give
1: up. Yeah, it's always tough when you're on your back foot trying to defend in that situation. Um, you're just trying your best to get a foot in where you can. Bobby Wood's a, an accomplished striker for for what it's worth, and uh, he put it away. And that really felt like, I mean, to me, uh, we still had a little life after the first. Uh, after that one, it was very deflated, both on the field and in that traveling section.
0: Yeah, if you thought the uh, momentum got killed on that first goal, it was absolutely decimated and buried in the ground for the second. Goal, and then of course the uh, last RSL goal was kind of just the final nail in the coffin. Um, it, it was a result of our boys being not only just depleted on the road, but uh, just also um, them just you know they they they, they, gave, they gave up and. And as much as I want to get uh, upset about them for, for giving up in RSL, it is also rough to see that we we're missing so many starters. The Rapids rolled out in what MLS is saying is a three-four-two-one um, 4 with Shinya at the top. And eventually, it looked like Barrios was the only person up top.
1: Which we've mentioned is just not the outlet that you really want going forward against any accomplished mm-hmm. team. He's just um, not the player, the one inside. He's great on the wings, but he's not going to be able to receive and, and make much happen when, he, when he's when he got multiple defenders on him.
0: Yeah, and it, it was kind of a painful thing to see, but I kind of, when the starting 11 dropped, I, I kind of had the, the already the most... Not negative necessarily. I still I was still hopeful, but I I did not think we would uh, had a great positive result after seeing the lineup drop more more so just because it wasn't it wasn't our best lineup. We uh, still missing Acosta, still missing Vines, Rubio. And then, of course, we're still missing kind of a, a left wing presence there from Galvan or Lewis. Whoever mean, let's, it call comes it, from. let's
1: call it how it is. We got Jonathan Lewis away, too. And uh, just watching the U.S., we are recording on Thursday night. And, uh, you know, Lewis is not getting a sniff on this U.S. national team. So um, not having him have an opportunity to play out there, I, I don't think benefits him at, at the club level. And sitting on the bench on the national team doesn't really seem to be uh, benefit fitting him on the national team scale either
0: yeah I I I don't know why they they called him up that they're only going to play him during the goop stage I uh by all means think we should at least have him back because as we're speaking right now I think the Rapids have uh we had three USMNT players called up and then four with the most recent uh signing we'll get into that later um but yeah it was it's rough the Rapids really need we really need some reinforcements, and we got those reinforcements this week. Again, we'll talk about those. I do want to talk more about um, this RSL game go because there's a lot. There was a lot to unpack uh, despite the the result. Um, Rubio seems to have picked up an injury, and so has Wilson. I think. Um, That is very frightening. I hope it's nothing serious. I hope it's nothing like an anomaly injury, but we cannot afford to lose uh, another piece of the cog that is this Rapids machine.
1: Yeah, especially not at this point in the season, because we still probably conservatively have a week and a half to two weeks before we get our, our Gold Cup players back in. And as of right now, three of the four are on their way to the final. So um, we'll, we'll see what happens here. And, and hopefully we're in good health. You know, I didn't see anything obvious for Wilson or Rubio as far as injury, but um, non-contact injuries can sometimes be uh, the worst kinds. But we, we really can't afford to lose anyone, especially at this stage in the season.
0: Well, Rubio didn't even... Even play so that that's what makes me kind of when I didn't see him in the lineup I, I already just kind of assumed the worst, but to, to not see him play was very very it, it raises a little alarm in the uh, in the back of my mind especially uh, due to the fact that the club hasn't really said much about it which you know generally they'd be like hey it's just a little knock he's kind of day to day you know he'll probably. They'll, they'll like to give time frames but if there's no time frame on on Rubia, that that is very that very that makes me very scared
1: yeah it's a bit concerning and um, uh, one shout for me is Colin Warner uh, was in this game we hadn't seen a lot of him, and I think he represented himself pretty well all in all um, unfortunately I, I think that may be one of his last opportunities to impress but um, I, I think gave a decent account yeah and
0: I, I, I do I do find it weird that we had uh, Bassett out there on the left wing. Um, the Rapids played a four-two-four. I know this uh, MLS lineup is saying 3-4-2-1, but if you look at the passing network, it was a 4-2-4. I don't like the 4-2-4. I think it's worse than the 3-5-2 just because it leaves us so exposed in the midfield. Colin Warner, God bless his soul, I think he needs another person in that midfield to solidify and kind of lock it down.
1: Yeah, a guy like, say... Mark Anthony K.
0: Yeah, perhaps. But before we talk about him, we do have to talk give a big shout out to C38 for that bus trip. Uh, how, did, how did you like the bus?
1: bus was awesome and uh yeah we we had a great time it's a long trip and uh when, with a result like that it's an even longer ride home but <laughs> every minute of it was enjoyable and uh really i think uh we had a great time and great turnout too we, we brought a, a bit of energy especially for the first 25 or 30 minutes of the yep. match and uh you know given different results hopefully uh the next time we go up we'll we'll leave a, with a little bit uh, bigger bigger smile on our face
0: i swear every year we go in uh we're the loudest we're the most rowdiest and then we always just come away with the pie in our face and the clown makeup you know it just it just sucks to see sometimes that we can't see our boys win in the dreaded Rio Tinto but um yeah let's talk about the the big big news uh the trade uh that happened on Tuesday morning what was it something like that right Tuesday morning. Uh,
1: yesterday morning was it was it Wednesday
0: Either Wednesday or Tuesday. Either way, uh, big news uh, is that Mark Anthony K from LAFC has been traded to the Colorado Rapids for one million in GAM, as well as a international slot.
1: Yeah, and. A tremendous player. We're we're talking about a guy. We you know we gave up a million in GAM, but uh, transfer market has his value at six point six million right now. So we're bringing in a, a serious talent. Uh, one thing that I love is we bring in a little more physical presence and a guy who's been known to head home a goal.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think Mark Anthony K. Uh, when we traded for Cullen Acosta, this kind of is is almost a like for like trade of a big player in the league who has not seen the field as much for his team is now getting a chance. And as much as people want to, uh, uh, kind of dog the trade i think this is an amazing trade i think as many have said this is a blockbuster trade i mean a lot of people have said like who's you know mark anthony k might not be the the forward that everyone wants but mark anthony k is a future-proof signing i think this um when we traded baji for acosta people were mad that that baji was our leading goal scorer and we were trading it for a guy who you know we weren't getting a striker then the striker is gonna come, guys. I think it'll. I think it'll eventually be here. But I mean, looking forward, Bassett or Acosta. One of those two guys is not gonna be here. Maybe even both might not be here. Come 2022. So having Mark Anthony K future
1: proofs 2022 at least. Yeah, you bring in a guy with this much talent, and it can't be bad for the ball club. Um, GAM's money we have to spend, and, and spending it on a player who's 26 years old, plays in the center of midfield, he's in the prime of his career. Um, we may see the best days of his career right here in Colorado, and he's already been pretty well-decorated at LAFC. So, um, yeah, I, you know, I don't know how anyone could be down on this. It seems like a, an all-upside deal for me, and we don't really part with any of our key assets.
0: Yeah, and, and that's the big thing, too, is, um, is is the whole asset thing. We could have easily lost someone kind of just as big in, in the trade, and we didn't. We didn't lose anyone in, in this trade. It's, it's all just money that uh, Porig Smith has been uh, accumulating for a while now.
1: Yeah, and a master stroke again, you know, let him cook, and <laughs> cook he will. And so, you know, I think I, when this happened, I said, I don't think this is going to be the last piece, and I think it will make more sense as things roll out. And we may not see it this window, but if Acosta or Bassett is to leave, this leaves us in much better shape than being exposed by their departure. So I, I am always, always happy to bring in a player prior to letting a player go, um, because it's, it's much easier to... to have continuity in the team without having to go search when you have that hole that's just kind of gaping, especially in the center of your midfield. Yeah, if there's a player like Mark Anthony K available to you, you go and get that player.
0: I think um, a lot of people say they didn't really understand the move. I, this isn't a, this isn't a move you're supposed to understand now. This is a move that'll make sense more later. Especially a year or two down the line, and especially um, after the fact, if if we do sell Mark Anthony K, I mean he's 26. There's still plenty of time to, for him if if he wants to go to 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 Europe with a uh, with a team like a uh, you know some lower league team Let's or even second cart division. Let's not
1: horse. He's our guy now, and we're we're yeah, hopefully exactly. gonna see the best years of his career right here in Colorado. So you know don't don't talk sale right. quite yet. But yes, I mean he's gonna retain value. He's he's a, a central midfield player at 26. That's a great time to acquire a player. And I I think the contribution is going to be quick. Now, it may not be quick enough to see this weekend. He's uh, away with Canada. This is a Canadian national team player. So not only is he uh, decorated in the MLS and has lots of caps, he also is a a bona fide international um, who, at this point, could be off to the final. But um, I think even if he doesn't make the final, we're not looking at seeing him on the field until we play maybe Dynamo on August 14th.
0: Yeah, something like that. I, um... I think this is a. Uh, I love this signing, and it and it broke in the middle of when I was working, so my phone my phone just started blowing up with news of of the Mark Anthony K trade, and uh, not only did it happen that that day, it, ha- it happened again uh, yesterday. No, today, right? The uh,
1: guess who's back? Back, back Dominic Baji back again, again, again. returns to Colorado. How do you? what, what is you? What was your initial take? Because I have a, a strange one. I was shocked. I actually thought that it was like a rehash or like somebody reposting when we signed Baji initially. Yeah. Um, and so I, I didn't take it seriously until um, I read further into, you know, the article and the, the deal points. And I love this. Yeah. Um, we're bringing back a guy who, you know, he he obviously isn't, the guy, and he he was never supposed to be that player in the first place, but we saw good development from him while he was with Colorado, and we are are really desperate for a player that kind of fits this exact description, somebody that can be a focal point of the offense, and hopefully, if he doesn't have to drift out wide and we can allow our wingers to do their job, uh, Barrios has no business being in the center of the pitch, but if we mm-hmm. can have Barrios on the wing, crossing to a, a strong, tall, Ooh, physical presence yep. like Baji, now we have some offense, and I think this this move. Now let's talk about the the finances here. We're talking about fifty thousand in, in gam for this season, with an option for fifty thousand next season if we uh, want to resign them. If, yeah. if we decide to, to resign, and that is so low that it really presents no downside to me
0: yeah and it's 50k that is going to be sitting in the bank anyways might as well spend it use it right uh i'd I'd be hard pressed to find someone else in in the league with with gam that you might want to save that money for i mean uh right after the 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 salt lake trip i was scrolling down people's um kind of depth chart as striker and i and i and i was looking at lafc i thought what about cory baird that'd be an interesting signing what about max uruti no that's probably not going to happen and i was just scrolling scrolling mason toy all these strikers around the league that that um that porig might go for he ended up going for Bagi. Um A familiar face. A familiar face, a known quantity, a, uh, a, a very uh, awesome player, in my opinion, when he's playing centrally. Now, whenever Baji played on the wing, it was honestly one of the Disastrous. worst. Disastrous. It was bad. But if he can just be the depth piece, uh, if he can just be a 60-minute uh, and onward player, this is perfect. This is a perfect signing. There's no need to, uh, to, to really, like,
1: kind of bash the steel which which I've been seeing a lot this isn't a guy we're even... And now, no offense to Don baji Hopefully he comes in and he's exceptional. But this isn't a player that we are necessarily looking at as a, a surefire starter every week or anywhere near. But a, as far as adding depth to a team that has a lot of very similar attacking players, he definitely brings something different to this attack. And I think if he's well utilized, we're, we're going to see a lot more than the two goal, one assist output that that he, he's seen over the last two years. In Salt Lake, we uh, had to go with Shinoshiki since we didn't have room. Rudy- Rubio, who do you sub
0: on for Sinyashiki?
1: Looks like a, a good place for a for a pacey, Bagi, right? tall striker that can get on the ball and actually make something happen in the game. Because like we saw in Salt Lake, we go for large stretches at times where we really look aimless and we don't have yep. a focal point. So uh, hopefully this is exactly the, the move that we needed uh, to just – solidify, strengthen, and add a different dimension, because we were very one-dimensional um, against RSL, um, against San Jose, and so hopefully adding a dimension just makes us that much stronger and harder to deal with.
0: Yeah, I uh, I love this move. I think um, anyone that kind of—because, uh, of course, Baji is kind of—he he kind of carries the stigma of— you know missing wide open nets and stuff like that but even then I, I never thought that was too bad i mean he he ended up he scored 9 goals one season you know like he and then 10 if you counted that open cup match but he he's he's a fun player i think um i think he he's going to shine underneath robin fraser i think it's going to be a lot of fun to have
1: him back in the burgundy and blue let's um what else? I think... Well, we have another player that is all but confirmed by the Rapids. It's confirmed by MLS. Um, we have a, a replacement for Vines, possibly, in Lucas Estevez, um, coming up from Palmeiras in Brazil. Yeah, uh,
0: Palmeiras. Uh, this is... By uh, Brazil. so this is re- reports coming out of Brazil that it's a done deal. The um, the Rapids have not made it official, and upon being asked uh, in a media availability um, kind of uh, question, they uh, Patrick Smith was kind of shy about it. He didn't say yes, he didn't say no. He just said um, he just kind of played co- shy about it, you know. But I mean, if ESPN Brazil, you know, like the it's not even like a like a like a, like an off-brand ESPN site it is the ESPN Brazil sign is saying it's it's all but it's all but confirmed, and I think and this is a, this is about as much as confirmed as the sign, the Sam Vines transfer is because we still haven't had a club confirm uh con- con- confirmation that he's gone. I mean, why else would the Rapids be bringing in a, a young 21-year-old left back from Brazil?
1: Ah, oh, just for cover. No, I, I think we all know that this news is is all but. In, in Final Inc. And uh, we'll see the club announce that, I would imagine, soon. Now, the European window, I believe, runs through the end of August. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was, At least the English window runs to August 31st. So uh, we may have a little bit of time here. And, and like we said uh, on the previous pod, I, I think it may have to do with just getting the physical for Vines in person. Um, so Vines finishes up at Gold Cup, goes, takes the physical. Um, that's announced, I. I Imagine Esteves may not be announced until then. The deal yeah. could be contingent, um, but uh, from what I've seen, and I've only seen very short clips. I, I'm not watching the the Brazilian league week in and right. week out. You know, unless there's a strong line. But um, Estevez <laughs> is fast. This guy is. His top-end speed is right up with Vines. Now, if he has the same motor and he can run 90 minutes like we've seen Vines do on a number of occasions, I'm not sure. But um, as far as the speed it's there um, he actually reminds me of a cross between like Vines and Edgar Castillo Ooh, um, nice. he is very good on the ball as you would expect from a Brazilian and um, I, I think this is an opportunity to uh, to strengthen even um, a team that you know it, without if Vines stays and we don't bring in Estevez obviously we're in ter- tremendous shape but if we do lose vines Estevez I think is markedly better than any of the other options that we have. At left back. Absolutely. I
0: think um, I'll take this guy in a flyer on a loan. And as you know, every loan in MLS comes with an option to buy. So uh, come, come, let's say, winter... Let's say uh, Estevez played his hard out. Let's say we sign him. Sign him uh, sign him up in the left back spot. We have our left back kind of guaranteed for at least another th- two years. Maybe maybe a, a year and a half. However you want to call it. Let's say ends up being a bust. Don't sign him. This is a perfect deal for Porrick Smith. We're going to l- keep letting Porrick Smith cook, dude. This guy is on fire recently with his wheeling and dealings in MLS. And, and now outside of um outside of mls2 brian galvan also a project player who doesn't even take up a dp spl- dp spot it was originally supposed to be cologne uh that we paid a transfer fee for but uh i think things worked out in our favor and now he just walks now he's in our squad as a uh, as a as just another player not a dp doesn't take up a dp spot this guy could be the same way he could just be a uh, uh, a young international dp something like that but if not you know it's still it's still a great deal
1: Absolutely. And uh, you wouldn't want to play Park Smith in a, in a game of football manager. This guy <laughs> seems to have a pretty deep rolodex. And uh, the guys he's bringing in right now look like look like they have it. And, and the Rapids are only going to get stronger now. I, I've said a couple of times today, uh, you know, a, a, I think the window looks like it might be next season. I think if we get a deep playoff run this year, it is absolutely icing on the cake. But what we're building right now looks tremendous rolling into 2022.
0: Absolutely. There's a lot to love. And uh, it's going to be a big decision come uh, winter whether or not we let Namley go. Or whether or not we, he comes back, anything can happen. I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to discount Namley and say he's not coming back. But anything can happen between now and uh, off-season 2022. This is an exciting time to be a Rapids fan, and uh, slowly but surely, I think uh, Parik Smith is going to be a better chef than uh, Mr. Ramsey over there.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, I I like what I've seen so far. And we have a long stretch ahead of us here where um, we're going to be still missing some players, putting pieces together as they come back from international duty, as we confirm some transfers, and we, we still have a lot to prove, but where we are right now is exciting, and exciting is a lot better than what we could say at this stage in a season since 2016.
0: Yes, absolutely. I mean, I am a Rapids fan, right? We're all Rapids fans. How many years go by where last in second to last in the western conference whatever you want to say we're in the cellar of the western conference and the team doesn't spend we're or not even to spend like on a dp or anything they don't even make a move uh, and and to have three players within the span of a week of like Either confirmed deals, going to the rapids, rumored, whatever. Like the, the news week, uh, the news is coming thick and fast, and I think uh, it, it's it's awesome to see that there's actual movement in a in a summer transfer window of all of all windows. And even Porik Smith has has been on record of saying that he doesn't like buying in, in the summer window. He likes the uh, the winter window a lot more. I think this is an amazing. Uh, a summer window. I think it might be the best in recent memory.
1: Absolutely, in my memory. Yeah. Bringing in, you know, again with Estevez, we don't know exactly when that happens. But assuming that that happens, you're talking about two guys with proven MLS track records, and then a, a Brazilian 21-year-old who a lottery has a high upside. <laughs> Come on! This is this is really exciting stuff, and and we're putting ourselves in a position where um, we we not only are building for the near term, but it looks like building a, some building blocks for an extended run. I am thrilled with what's happened over the last week. Now, um, it, it took a, a good rinse to to get rid of the taste in my mouth from Saturday night, but if anything was going to do it, this this week of acquisitions has certainly changed my attitude since the weekend.
0: Yeah, it's funny. It's it's. On, on Sunday night, uh, we, we kind of promised in the last episode we'd do a cast in the bus. No one was up for it. I, I don't think. I, I, I'd like to assume that we were all just kind of out of it. So we didn't do a cast in the bus. But uh, now I'm pretty sure that uh, that it, it
1: does it, it is exciting now just to kind of just how quickly things have changed within five days. Absolutely. And we could see more changes right around the corner here. The window's still open. So yes. um, we may not have seen the last of it. And even if we have, it's been good. But I mean, I'm, now I won't be surprised if, if an even bigger move happens sooner rather than later. Yeah. My main question is, is the million that we spent on K uh,
0: GAM that we already have, or was that the Vine scam? Because if it's not the Vine GAM, that is big i mean i mentioned when we sold Van, uh, when we sold vines that Porig smith wouldn't do that if he didn't have a a a plan in place if he didn't already have something cooking in his oven when he'd made these moves when he made the vines moves so i say good to him good 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 on Porig to to
1: sort of uh, get out there and make some amazing amazing deals absolutely and on to more pressing business. Here we have another game this weekend, and I've got another road trip coming up.
0: Yes, lucky you! Look, who got some nice tickets to Austin, S. versus Colorado Rapids, Saturday, July. 31st at Q2 Stadium starting at 7 p.m. Mountain Time. Uh, let's talk about Austin. Austin uh, currently last in the Western Conference. Let me double check. If not, second to last, of course, because uh, we we all know.
1: Oh, yep, yeah, they are last. And let's talk about those tickets. This is a last place team. I got some expensive tickets, but I didn't necessarily get nice tickets. Uh, really? Cheapest ticket in the house, 72 bucks. And um, that is... I would imagine towards the high water mark in MLS. Yeah, I,
0: I, I really wanted to go on this trip, but I just could not find. Uh, I could not make it work worth the while to spend all that money. But as the uh, years go by, I will find myself in that stadium, um, hopefully for a playoff match. That'd be interesting, no?
1: Absolutely. Uh, And Q2 is a beautiful stadium. I've I've already got to see it in the construction stage, excited to be there and see the Verde atmosphere. Um, When they came here, uh, respect to them, they brought a loud... Noisy, but also respectful and fun bunch up, right. and so um, I, I hope they extend the same courtesy of me going down there because uh, we definitely will be uh, a much smaller crowd of Rapids fans in Austin. But um, I'm very excited about this game and excited to see how we can bounce back after after a rough weekend.
0: Yep, and uh, if you are looking for um, for a um, for people out there to host you, the the, uh, the supporters group out there has invited C38 to come hang out so i'll make sure you yeah uh, just hit me up on twitter i'll get you into that facebook event uh because there's plenty to do even if uh even if not a whole lot of c38 people are going there's still a lot around this austin trip that makes it so much fun and i'm really upset i cannot go to it with that being said let's talk about austin their last game they lost to seattle who fielded five teenagers um and that, that, that's kind of um that's kind of good to see. If, if if Seattle with five teenagers can can beat can beat Austin, I'm, I'm sure as hell uh, hoping that the Rapids with a
1: depleted squad can beat them too absolutely, and we stand a great chance to do so. Um, what do you think we see out of our lineup? I, I would imagine we see um, a similar setup to what we had in RSL, but maybe with a few changes I would imagine we see Shin Yishiki back in the lineup especially yep. if Rubio's missing um, hopefully Galvan again it, it needs to be Galvan, Shin Yishiki, and then Barrios
0: for sure and then give me Oliver Larraz, dude when that dude came on in, in the uh, whatever, 80th plus minute it was he was a firecracker dude he almost got a goal in rsl
1: he almost gave us something to write home about he really looked like the guy that brought the only bit of fire that we had in the second half so it's the red uh, hair getting, <laughs> that would be, maybe that might include the fire reference but uh, also the only spark i mean the guy came on and and did nothing but run and and create so hopefully we get a little bit of a, a viewing there and see if we have a player that is capable of, of running in this lineup but if seattle can beat him with five teenagers uh, i don't think their teens are any better than ours.
0: Yeah, I I, I actually uh, agree with that. I mean, we're one DP away from being able to compete with Seattle, I think. But yes, nonetheless, I I, I think this is a game we should be able to at least draw. A win, a win isn't. A win doesn't feel like it's out of reach. Like I'm not reaching when I, when I, when I bet a Colorado Rapids win uh, against Austin. Of course, I say that, and then I remember losing money when uh, Austin came in and whooped us 3-1. But I think, I think. Times have changed. I think now. I think now we're a, uh, a team with a much more solid identity, and
1: I think uh, we're going to come in and, and beat Austin. What do you think? I hope you're right. Um, I'm a bit nervous about it myself, but um, they've got some familiar faces. You know, we we've got Matt Beasler and uh, you know, always tough to break down. But um, they they also have some some holes in the team. So aside their midfield of uh, Fagundes and Pachetino and Brad Ring is fairly strong but um not a lot of strength around the park aside from those big names mm-hmm. and austin
0: actually did manage to f- sign a new dp they have uh sebastian driussi from uh zenit uh not available this weekend you know who will be available for the rapids Who's good that? old dominic Baji. hey so i, I want to be i want to see Baji out there i want to i want to i don't think i want not
1: i wouldn't bet this i want to you know, put too much thought into this, but if he gets a goal, that'd be really nice. It would be awesome, and and hopefully it will just continue to to raise some goodwill around the transfer of bringing him back in. And I think that uh, as far as the last fifteen minutes of the game, if if we are tied, if we are down a goal, I don't see any reason why he doesn't come on.
0: Yeah, and I think. Um I think it might be zero, 0 at the half and then kind of 1-1 one, one towards the end, maybe 2-1 Rapids. But either way, I, I think this is going to be a, um, a one where we won't be as kind of depleted and destroyed against Seattle or, or Salt Lake.
1: Yeah. <laughs> not Seattle or Salt Lake. It's Austin, and hopefully we come out. Oh, you were, you meant when we played against? Seattle. Yeah, like, it's oh, not going to look as yeah. bad. Oh, hopefully not as bad. No, I don't think I don't think we'll get broken down like that in Austin. Uh, I just hope that we can go down to Q two and establish a pretty decent record in the new stadium. Um, they certainly haven't been able to do so. So why not take advantage of them on a on a lull? They are not looking great. Their results have been poor. Um, we we do come in looking a little beaten up ourselves so um, i'll be interested to see who's favored in this game going in but um, i think it'll be a pretty close match yep uh
0: i hope i hope so at least i hope it's not a runaway four nil kind of out of the norm win for austin
1: yeah, I, I hope so as well. And really, uh, it's this weekend kind of now feels a little bit muted in comparison with all the news of the week and all the exciting activity around the side. But um, to, to put things in focus, we could use the three points. Absolutely. Uh,
0: anything else you want to mention? Anything you want to want to want to say before we wrap this baby up?
1: I thank John Boras for putting together the trip to, to Salt Lake. Did a fantastic job. And uh, thanks to everybody that came out on the trip. I, we had a tremendous turnout. People were loud, rowdy, but also fun. Um, and and also our hosts in Salt Lake were also very good as well. Credit where credit's due. And um, yeah, let's go get go ahead and get three points this weekend. Yep,
0: you can find me
1: at FC
0: on Twitter. And you can find me at Jared underscore Geisler. And as always, uh, you guys have a great rest of your weekend. Have fun on your Austin trip and let Porig Smith cook. Let him cook. See you guys.